everybody. Welcome to Passing Judgment, a podcast about politics, the law, and a lot of things in between. I'm your host, Loyola Law School professor Jessica Levinson, and today we're going to talk about two big cases to hit the Supreme Court. They deal with whether public and private colleges and universities can use race as a factor in their admissions decisions. So the basic question here, are affirmative action programs legal? Okay, so let's dive right in. As I said, there are two cases at issue here. One deals with a private university, Harvard. The other deals with a public university, the University of North Carolina. The legal issues are overlapping, but a little bit different. But before we get to the guts of the cases, let's talk about what the current law is. The current law comes from a 2003 Supreme Court case called Grutter versus Bollinger. And there, the court said that universities can consider race as one factor in their admissions decisions. The court recognized that there are many positive aspects of having diverse student bodies. And as a result, the current estimates say that about 40% of U.S. universities do consider race in their admissions decisions. So obviously, these cases could have a huge impact. Now, the Grutter standard is the law that we've lived with for almost 20 years now. So what has changed? You've heard me say this before, but what's changed is that we have a much more conservative court. And in fact, the mere fact that the court agreed to hear the case at all, agreed to hear this challenge, shows that there are at least four members of the court that want to overturn it, in my view. As a reminder, how many justices does it take to decide to hear a case? Four. Now, there's really no reason to take these two challenges to Grutter unless, frankly, you want to overturn Grutter. Now, that Grutter decision, that 2003 decision that we've been talking about, it was a five to four decision, and none of the five justices in the majority are still on the court. Maybe even more significantly, two of those five justices in the majority were replaced by much more conservative justices, Justice Samuel Alito and Justice Barrett. So that's the background. That brings us to these particular cases. They were both filed by a group called Students for Fair Admissions, and that was created by a conservative activist, Edward Blum. He has also worked to try and, in my view, undermine the Voting Rights Act. Because the cases raise significantly different legal issues, let's break them apart for a minute. Let's focus on the Harvard case and then on the UNC case. So in the Harvard case, the challengers there say that Harvard's admissions practice discriminates against Asian American applicants, who they say are less likely to be admitted than Caucasian, Black, or Hispanic applicants who are similarly situated. The legal question in the Harvard case, because that is a private university, not a public university, is whether or not Harvard's practices violate Title VI of the Civil Rights Act. And that law says if you receive federal funding, you can't discriminate on the basis of race. Now let's move to the UNC case. The challengers in this case say that UNC 
discriminates on the basis of race in an impermissible way. That sounds similar to Harvard, but what's different here? They say that UNC's admissions policies violate the 14th Amendment Equal Protection Clause. Again, because UNC is public, we're talking about the 14th Amendment Equal Protection Clause, which applies. Because Harvard is private, we're talking about Title VI of the Civil Rights Act. Now, the 14th Amendment Equal Protection Clause, very, very broadly says that government entities, including a public university like UNC, can't discriminate on the basis of race. Now, here's an interesting and maybe ironic part of the challengers' arguments here. They rely on Brown versus Board of Education. That's, of course, the landmark 1954 case that outlaws the principle of separate but equal in public schools. The challengers claim that Brown shows that under the Constitution, colleges and universities must use colorblind policies when it comes to admissions. I will simply say that I think there are many other ways to read the Brown case. And we'll get back to that a little bit in a moment. Harvard and UNC both asked the Supreme Court to leave the Grutter standard. That's that 2003 case that we were talking about. They say, leave it intact. And they both explain that under the 14th Amendment Equal Protection Clause and under Title VI of the Civil Rights Act, race can be used basically to promote equality. And related to that, they both explain that it's vitally important to be able to obtain diverse student bodies. Without getting into Brown versus Board of Education in too much detail, I think that is a correct reading of both Brown and Grutter. One of the really interesting things here to watch is whether or not the Supreme Court is going to again be comfortable overturning one of its prior cases. The court, of course, recently did this in the Dobbs decision that overturned Roe v. Wade. And now here's another thing to note about these cases as if they weren't already consequential enough. They could have implications outside of the higher education context, like federal agencies, including the military. They rely on the Grutter decision as well for guidance. So that's a quick explanation. We basically end where we began, which is this is a very conservative court, and we know that at least four justices, in my view, want to change the law. That's why they decided to take up these two cases. I think, frankly, it strains common sense to think that there aren't five or actually six justices here to overturn Grutter. So that's it for now. A quick summary of these two really big cases that the court is going to hear on Halloween. We'll have more for you. But for now, I hope the explanation helps you understand the legal issues behind the cases. As always, please subscribe, rate and review. Please feel free to contact me all across social media at Levinson Jessica and have a great day.